Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. There's desperation and anguish. More than 80,000 Afghans have since arrived in America. But this story is still unfolding. I'm Andrea Smartin. In my new podcast, Stranger Becomes Neighbor, we'll find out what happens to these new arrivals in our communities. Who would help our newest neighbors? Follow us at kslpodcast.com, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen. Inside Sources. Welcome back, everyone, to Inside Sources. I am Boyd Matheson, opinion editor at the Deseret News. Great to be with you today, as always. Uh, if you missed our last segment with uh, Abby Cox and Lieutenant Governor Spencer Cox uh, talking about a, a, just a beautiful piece that she wrote uh, about her experience as a surrogate uh, carrying uh, her sister-in-law who had uh, health complications, cystic fibrosis, uh, and uh, just what a, a powerful experience that is and that appreciation for life. If you missed that, uh, make sure you uh, pick up the podcast later today, uh, either on the KSL News Radio app or uh, on the website there. Uh, great listening, uh, great message, great principles on that. Uh, we're watching right now the uh, proceedings in the United States Senate. Uh, currently, you have the House manager, uh, Mr. Schiff, uh, is uh, leading and is laying out the case. And remember, the way this is going to roll out, the uh, uh, the House managers have 24 hours uh, to lay out their case uh, for the articles of impeachment. And uh, they will do this over a three-day period. Initially, that was going to be over two days. Uh, they've extended that uh, late in the night last night. Uh, it will be over three days. And then the president's team will have their opportunity to lay out their case, their response. And that will also be done 24 hours over three days. Uh, So we're continuing to watch that. If anything uh, breaks or anything interesting uh, develops there on the floor of the United States Senate, we will cut to that live here on KSL News Radio. Uh, I did have one of our texters uh, ask a brilliant question today (laughs) as we as we open the broadcast broadcast. Uh, Chaplain Barry Black, who is the chaplain of the United States Senate, was offering a prayer. And I made uh, somewhat an offhanded comment that I I hope he makes it a good one. And one of our texters says, Boyd, isn't every prayer a good prayer? Uh, And I I would agree with that. So thank you for correcting me. And uh, we always appreciate that. If you have any thoughts you want to pass along today, those are always welcome on our Utah Community Credit Union text line at 57500 again 57500 only when it's safe uh, so we can do that and I was uh, I was telling Rob and our producer during the break that the only job I ever wanted in Washington once I'd gotten there uh, was actually to be the Senate chaplain it's a great gig uh, he has one of the best offices in Washington it's in the Capitol uh, he gets to get up and give a prayer every morning over the Senate uh, you know speak at a few funerals write some books and uh, he does a great work in terms of counseling uh, members and staff members. Uh, as a chief of staff, I went to a uh, regular Bible study with Chaplain Black and uh, other chiefs of staff uh, from a wide range of uh, religious backgrounds and affiliations. And uh, he is a brilliant thinker. So I think every uh, Chaplain Black prayer is a good one. Uh, all prayers are good. We'll take those for sure as we move along. Uh, I was one of those uh, people who was up uh, late into the night last night uh, watching every gripping uh, moment of the proceedings in the United States Senate as they debated and went back and forth on amendments to set the rules for the impeachment proceedings. And of course, most of it was political in nature. It was a lot of jousting back and forth. And I want to go back to this moment uh, with the Chief Justice. Again, Chief Justice John Roberts, uh, and he is one of those who is always prepared 
Uh, he looks down the road as he uh, presides over cases in the Supreme Court, always seems to have an answer or a thought or an insight to to advance the conversation or to direct it into a, a better path. And uh, last night, uh, he did that in calling out really both sides uh, for how they were talking to one another. And uh, this is what he had to say. I think it is appropriate at this point for me to admonish uh, both the House managers and the president's counsel in equal terms uh, to remember that they are addressing the world's greatest deliberative body. One reason it has earned that title is because its members avoid speaking in a manner and using language that is not conducive to civil discourse. Um, In the 1905 Swain trial, a senator objected when one of the managers used the word pettifogging, and the presiding officer said the word ought not to have been used. I don't think we need to aspire to that high a standard, but I do think those addressing the Senate should remember where they are. All right, again, that's the Chief Justice of the Supreme Court presiding over the Senate, uh, the Senate trial, the impeachment trial. And I think it's so important. Uh, we talked about this uh, earlier in the morning with uh, Tim and Amanda. We talked about it with Dave and uh, Debbie on uh, Dave and Dejanovic, uh, that I think it, it is important uh, to go back to the, to the words of the Chief Justice when he described the Senate as the world's greatest deliberative body. Uh, and I'm going to debate that a little later. We're going to talk about that in our uh, last segment today and uh, stick around for that. But but he said the reason the reason it has earned that title is because its members avoid speaking in a manner and using language that is not conducive to civil discourse. And I thought, oh, my goodness, he has spoke an untruth from the Senate chamber. Uh, because I, I I don't think we can rightly claim based on that definition, uh, and this goes back years. Uh, you remember uh, back when Harry Reid presided over the Senate as the majority leader, and some of the things that he said from the floor of the Senate, uh, and the Republicans countered, Mitch McConnell countered on everyone, and now it's Mitch McConnell and Chuck Schumer, and the the level of discourse in the United States Senate has deteriorated over the years. And so I don't think we are in a space right now where we can rightly say that members avoid speaking in a manner and using language that is not conducive to civil discourse. And so I think that there were a number of things happening yesterday. Uh, I've said this throughout the morning on, uh, on KSL News Radio and on stations around the country as I've had different interviews this morning. And I, I honestly think that Chief Justice Roberts was not just sending a message to the House managers, nor was he just sending a message to the president's defense team, nor was he just sending a message to the 100 senators sitting in the well of the United States Senate. I, I, I really believe that Chief Justice Roberts was sending a message to the American people. And I think it's an important message that... We ought to be a great deliberative body. I actually think America is always at its best when we are the nation of big ideas, when we have big, open, honest, roiling debates about critical issues and we let them compete in the marketplace of ideas. That is America. 
But if we allow ourselves to speak in a manner and use language that is not conducive to civil discourse, we lose it. We lose the magic of that. And that's the challenge. Because that's not a that's not a Congress problem. That's a we the people problem. And I firmly believe that's what the Chief Justice was doing last night. I wish he'd done it a little earlier in the day so that all Americans could hear that, that we could focus on those things that that really matter uh, and really get to the truth. Uh, I think the other thing he was telling, the thing that he was telling both sides to do in the, the well of the Senate is let's quit poking around at things that are petty. Let's quit poking at things that uh, aren't the substantive issues. Uh, let's let's back off the name calling. Let's back off the uh, accusations. Let's back off of the contempt and the divisive rhetoric. Can we can we get back to let's get to the truth? Can we have conversations about principles and ideas? Can we get to sound policy? And these are the things that have really been lacking in the United States Senate, really for the last decade plus. Uh, and granted, there's always been disagreement. This is not about getting rid of arguments and disagreements. This is not about kumbaya moments and group hugs uh, or looking at the wor- world through rose-colored glasses. It's everything but that. It's living up to to our ideals. Uh, you know, I had the opportunity on uh, Monday on Martin Luther King Day to uh, to talk with Reverend Amos Brown, uh, who was one of the last students trained by Dr. Martin Luther King. Uh, he's the pastor of the th- historic Third Baptist Church in San Francisco. And to hear him talk about how we have these ideals, and just because we aren't currently living up to them doesn't mean they aren't real and they aren't right. It just means we've got to get better so that we can pull our performance, our behavior into alignment with those principles. Some people have really tried to to badger the founding of this nation because many of the founders weren't living up to the ideals that they put down on paper. But that doesn't mean the ideals aren't right. Uh, it's like me starting out my uh, diet for the new year. I can, I can say the ideas, the principles of, of health and fitness and wellness but if I'm sitting on the couch having my fourth piece of pizza and my second slice of chocolate cake, watching my you know third football game on a Saturday afternoon, my performance is not in alignment with my ideals and my principles. And that's the test of America is can we pull our performance, our behavior into alignment with our principles? All right, we're going to talk more about this. Don't go anywhere. Stay with us right here on KSL News Radio. We'll step aside for bottom of the hour news. Much more to come on this special edition of Inside Sources.